You're listening to the Rua Space Podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome to Rua Space final episode of the Interior yes. Castle by St. Teresa of Avila. Yes, we are on level seven. Yeah, levels are like think, a video game. We've reached the, the final right boss. Yeah. We have. This yeah. is the final interior dwelling place. And uh, yeah, we're excited to unpack it today. It's, it's union with God. But before we get into that, um, we want to just do a little housekeeping about Rua space in general. So really quick, if you're listening on the podcast or watching on YouTube, um, we have been putting these videos out on YouTube, but we want you to know that YouTube is sort of going to be the major places where we do guided practices like the at-home retreat, Lectio Divina, um, Christian, you know, yoga faith classes, um, guided prayers and meditations, those types of things. We'll continue to do teaching series, but teaching mainly is over on the Rua Space podcast. So we're getting organized in other words. Absolutely. So if you don't have like a podcast app, that is okay. You just go to ruaspace.com, click podcast, and you can listen to it right on your browser just like you watch these videos. Or you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all of those things. And at YouTube, we're going to continue to do it occasionally. But the main focus of YouTube is the guided practices, which we highly encourage you to subscribe below if you haven't done so and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you have been enjoying these. Now, with all of that said... I think you did a good job. You said that quickly. Thank you. Yeah, you know, we, we want to get into the seventh dwelling place. And it's a tough one because she even sort of admits that she hasn't really experienced it. I don't know if that stood out to you at all, but she's talking about this idea of uh, the seventh dwelling place being that final union with God. And she wants to write about it, but hasn't really experienced it yet. So yeah. she's talking about it sort of from what others have told her and what others have experienced. So. Yeah. So in a nutshell, this seventh dwelling place is when the you finally reach like a marriage level mm-hmm. with God, where you two become one. And from what I could gather, if I was understanding her writing well... She starts to get really is, confusing. <laughs> some, some of her analogies this time really were like... I think she's dealing with things okay. that are so experiential. It's hard yeah. to like... It's not the intellect. It's like, this is an intellectual it's, vision. It's an it's experience. Felt. So how do you... Yeah. yeah. So basically what I understood is in the previous dwelling places, you might have a rapture or a vision that draws you close to God, but then you depart again and continue living. And in this seventh dwelling place, one of the key things that stood out to me is that part of your soul remains bound up within the Trinity. And I thought it was interesting. She doesn't point out God or Christ or the Holy Spirit, but it's specifically that there's this deep knowledge of the trinity and of yourself being caught up within Mm. that dance which is something you always like to talk about right perichoresis if i've got my whoa whipping out the greek words well that's because you say perichoresis (laughs) is related to the trinity this dancing around this oneness of the father son and holy spirit part of your soul joins that dance yeah and whilst you continue to go around and still live your life you are no longer pained by the separation from the Trinity, because you now mm. have a part of yourself perpetually wrapped up in there 
and the rest of yourself is aware mm. of this belonging. But she said that sometimes the suffering will still come because God wants to keep yes. us humble to remember we don't really deserve to be there. Well, and she says it's not like before where you would seek it out to mm. punish yourself, but trials will come and you're going to feel peace because, again, you're part, you're in that dance with the Trinity. Um, so it's not that they won't happen. Right. They just aren't going to um, upend you the way they might have previously, which is. Yeah, I mean, you're. Brought, I'm not sure you're, if that's a good way to. Well, put I it. think you're. You're brought. <laughs> it's hard you're, to describe. It's like you're brought into the relationship you were created for. Um, mm-hmm. This is a for those of you on YouTube. This is a, a icon by Rublev. If you're listening on the podcast, you can just Google, you know, Rublev Trinity, and you know, it's been pointed out that the one member of the Trinity is like pointing at the open space at the table. Almost like God inviting us to the table. And so I think that's a little bit what she's talking about here. When we begin to experience that really connecting with God. And it's hard because, again, like many of the other dwellings, we can't tell you do this and it'll happen. It's a pure gift from God. But she talks so much. And And I think this is one of the, if you haven't read the book, I would encourage you to read it, even if you feel like you're stumbling through it. Because even I've stumbled through it. I know you stumbled through it. Like that was just our experience because it's hard. There are some weeks when I sit here and I'm like, are you sure you want me to record? Yeah, I feel (laughs) the same way because because it's hard. But one of the things she talks about that is beautiful and helpful are the effects, the Mm. effects of connecting with God. And I think that that's really what I want to conclude this with is to say that ultimately the goal is being in God and God being Mm. in us, right? Christ talks, I'm in the Father, the Father's in me. I want Christ lives in us. We are the, you know, Jesus is the vine, we're the branches. All these images of us being in God. God. And we want to explore that by making space with spiritual disciplines, um, by making space to connect with God. But these effects she talks about are just so amazing. So can I just go through a few of what stood out oh, to I me? Oh, I was hoping I could start. You start. I'm note free today, people. Yeah, so this you is start all, with it. This is tenuous or, you know, that's okay. All right. So one of the things that stood out to me is she talks about how um, – love will multiply and grow and there's going to be a focus on serving and loving and this desperation to make sure you're doing that for god and then she also talks about which i thought was interesting because i have not heard her mention this in a new in a number of the most recent dwelling places Mm. we've discussed but she talks about how important it is to continue contemplation and meditation and prayer so even at the seventh dwelling place you aren't abandoning those practices you're continuing in those And she urges you to continue to also do your best to grow in the virtues. Yeah. And I thought that was probably one of the most important takeaways because no matter where you are, um, there is that there is that need to not just pray, not just contemplate, but actively pursue godly characteristics and traits and fruits well that's this quote right here that that i i've been highlighted in green to make sure it stood out but it's this is the reason for prayer my daughter so i mean at rua space we are like prayer is central to it so she's like here's the reason for prayer well this ought to stand out the purpose of this so she says this is the reason for prayer my daughters the purpose of this spiritual marriage the birth always of good works good works so Mm -hmm. what is she saying she's saying what comes of this relationship serving others, yes. living the life modeled after the life of Jesus. Yes. And, and along and with that... that's truly selfless. It which is. Which is another point she brings up. It's, yep. it's you realize that you as yourself, just 
is insignificant in comparison to what God has planned. And so you surrender it, you lay it at the feet of God, and you allow for God to move you, inspire you, use you in whatever way in each moment, which is probably why meditation and contemplation are important because you need to know what moment you're in so you can (laughs) respond to those needs. Yeah. Yeah. And it ties everything together that she's talking about because in this chapter she says the whole building, as she said, has humility at the foundation. So to return to humility again, she talks about good works. She talks about how someone in this situation is able to forgive those who persecute. They're able to sort of realize again that... And um, as it's happening, I I found that to be... I have personally found that to be very tricky in my experience. And I was taken aback. Like, can you imagine being so enraptured with God that when somebody is intentionally harming you, you can look at them with love and say, God God adores you, even as they're doing things again i mean that's well and she even so goes so far as to say eagerly recommends them to god so praying for them and would rejoice to lose the favors um his majesty grants it so the person saying i would lose the favors of this connection if he would bestow these same gifts on those others so they wouldn't offend our lord so uh Mm -hmm. she then talks too about so we're 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 forgiving our enemies we have humility as a foundation we're Mm -hmm. serving other people um she says fix your eyes on the crucified, everything will become small for you. Do you know what it means to be truly spiritual? She asks. It means becoming the slaves of God. Mm -hmm. So in all of this, and here's maybe the most beautiful, uh, uh, I think, thing that she said that may be the best summary, um, that she says, let me find it again here. Uh, She says, in this union, God said to this person that St. Teresa knew that it had this experience, God said to her, look after what is his, and he would look after what is hers. Mm. That That's marriage in real life. You give for your spouse fully to them. And when they reciprocate, you have everything you need. And so what she's saying is we can become slaves of God. We can serve our enemies. We can pray for them. We can even wish God to take things from us and give it to them. We can live lives of humility. We can forget finding happiness in things of the world. All the themes of the dwelling places are wrapped up. Right. In when you know God in this way, God looks after everything for you. You are just invited to look after everything for God. So what I what I think I would conclude with is even she says she doesn't, I think this, this is at least how I understand it, that she's not necessarily in this place. But I think what she would probably agree with, even if she didn't, this is what I would recommend, is <laughs> if these are the effects of that place, look for... Where is God inviting you to those experiences now? Where, when you're harmed, is God inviting you to forgive? Where can you grow in humility? Not of your own strength, but how can we, by making space for God, by tapping into the Holy Spirit, learn humility, learn to love, live, learn to serve, learn to forgive, learn just to give our will to God? Because I think the more we do that, God is drawing us closer to himself. Absolutely. Well, well fr- said. <laughs> thank you. Well, it's St. Teresa. So, well, friends, thank you so much for joining us on this journey going through the interior castle. We're going to continue to release tons of guided practices on YouTube, further teachings. And of course, every week on the podcast, we do interviews, we do discussions, we do series, and we do more. So continue to join us, friends. We're so glad you could be with us here. We pray that in some way this has helped you connect deeper with your own story that is found in the God who loves you. Grace and peace, friends. 
Hey friends, are you looking for more ways to connect with God to make space for the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in your own life? Well, we have some exciting news. We're going to be opening up memberships here at Rua Space really soon, where there will be guided practices around prayer, meditation, and yoga, uh, some different teachings, as well as live events where you can interact directly with us following different practices such as Lectio Divina. So if that interests you, head over to ruaspace.com. Make sure that you are subscribed to our newsletter, and we will be unveiling very shortly to those on our email list how they can get the special pre-registration discount for the membership program and make sure that they're in the loop and in the know first thing. Grace and peace, friends.